Well, cool. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us today. So, Connor Webb with Cardinal Financial. I'm here with Ben Surratt and Jonathan Kaler with Passages to Success. And so today we wanted to have them in and just kind of ask them about Passages, how they got it started, and it started as Business Over Beers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We had a podcast. Still do. We still have a podcast. It ain't dead. Yeah, it ain't dead. So do you guys have a Passages uh, podcast now? Well, we were gonna, but we'll we'll get to that. But yeah, so it started as a podcast, Business Over Beer, um, and that came just by us two talking we just had our friend anniversary. We had a friend. Oh, yeah, that's right, we did. <laughs> so we've only known each other four years. We uh, okay. we met on Halloween in 2018. What were you guys uh, dressed as? Uh, ourselves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> beer drinkers, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Uh, but yeah, so he he came over to my house and uh, we were watching t- uh, Timber's playoff soccer. Twenty nine, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Was that when they won it? No. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, and so uh, we just became really fast friends, just brothers from another mother, yeah. um, you know, just a few times in a lifetime kind of friendship. Yeah. And uh, we were getting to know each other. Then in February, we, we went out to Hopworks in East County, and we were just having lunch with our families. And, um, you know, I was asking about his business. He was asking about the work yeah, I was doing. Just... And then he said the words that changed my life forever. He said, you know, I always wanted to start a podcast. There you go. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, well, that sounds that sounds cool. So I got a background in uh, in radio and TV broadcasting, okay. and I've done some acting. And uh, I was like, so the performance side of me was like, that sounds cool. Well, well, yes. well, well, what would it be? It would be like this. It's drinking beer and talking business. And uh, I said, business over beer. Boom. The Bob. The Bob. That's it. And awesome. It was, and it was born just like that. So, that was crazy. Uh, yes, that was... Uh, Four years ago, almost four years wow. ago. So we launched. We launched it then. We worked all all spring and summer doing interviews, and we launched in September of 2019. Um, and we thought we were starting a podcast business, uh, podcast and live events, events business. Yeah. And it was great. We did our first uh, event in uh, in October or November. November. November at Fortside. We did a live podcast for the first time, and then we did. Uh, two live events in February of 2020. We got our first sponsor. It was awesome. Yeah, Listenership man. was up. Yeah, everything was just coming up great. February 28th, we had our we had a, a live event, and we're like, "This is it. We're doing the thing." Um, and then, of course, March 2020. Then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the last live event we did for a really long, really time. long time. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, started in person, and then did you guys move it virtually in 2020? Yeah. Yeah. So when, you know, everything hit the fan, you know, we got together and decided, what did we want to do? How, how can we help, you know, the other businesses, our friends? You got to remember, I mean, everybody we had in our podcast, we consider not just, you know. We're just guests. They were they're friends. They're friends of ours. Right. So like, how can we help these people? And so we did, we called the happy hour, the Bob happy hour. We did it every day for like. For like two or three weeks, we were doing it every day. <laughs> and then we went to three times a week. We did 28 live streams in wow. in 11 weeks. Okay. Talking well, to different business owners, asking them how they were pivoting with COVID. You know, how were they innovating? What resources were they leaning on? How are they doing with their mental health? Um, yeah. And so we, and, and that, was a, that was a good experience for us because live streaming was something we hadn't done. So we were doing both audio live streams and then we switched to video. Um, so we, we increased our video capability and kind of got into, into more video production during that time as well. And then kind of naturally, did you get into kind of business coaching and just kind of helping out with mindset at that point? Or how did that 
kind of take on to where it is today? Yeah, well, so we decided that we weren't really in the podcast business. So we had a, we had a meeting uh, with our other partner, Jason Canope. And, you know, we said, what are we doing? How can we help these people, these business owners better? And <laughs> this is true. He went, he went to the can. We're sitting there in our office, went to the can. He comes back. He goes, I got it. Membership. <laughs> and I go, yes, that's it. Well, I do all my best thinking in the can. What can I, say? <laughs> yeah. I think most people do. Yeah. yeah. But no, but it worked out. I mean, and, you know, it evolved into, you know, something that I wish I had, you know, because I'm a small business owner for 11 years with my wife. I wish I had something like this that we're doing, a community where, you know, when you're first starting out, you don't know all the answers, but you're afraid to ask them because you don't want to look like you don't know all the answers. It's such a vicious circle. It's the imposter syndrome. So... You know, we decided to to do a membership, and we had a couple of hot seats. Or what was the first membership okay. that we did? Well, we we joined. We created a Patreon page. Patreon, for, that's right. For folks Sorry. who know what that is yeah. in the podcast space, and so we were doing um, we were doing virtual uh, mastermind and roundtables, and we were doing those every that's month right. or every quarter. Um, that was into twenty twenty one. So during twenty twenty one, we were doing. Um, these virtual mastermind roundtables with other small business owners. And keep in mind, our our sort of market is is largely micro enterprise mm-hmm. small business owners. So you know, depending on how you define small business owner, somebody with you know fifty employees and hundred million dollars could still be technically okay. <laughs> a small business owner. But that's not where we play, right? Our our passion and our mission is really to serve micro enterprise businesses. Um, and so that's who we had on solopreneurs, side hustlers, people thinking about wanting to, to get into small business ownership. Um, and the, the feedback we got from doing these roundtables was just incredible. They're like, this is awesome. This is really helpful. It's helping my mental health. I'm coming up with these great ideas for how to handle some of these things. And we were talking about things like, um, like growth for your small business, yeah. uh, culture, hiring, um, different, different kind of real like things that small business owners have to have to face on a daily basis. And um, when we look to see, like, is there, like, where is the, the roundtable yeah. and mastermind resource for Main Street small business owners? And it didn't exist. And that's, that's kind of where my mindset was at when it was like, well, what are we going to, how are we going to serve small business owners? Because that's always been the mission is to be a resource for small business owners. Um, and it was like, I think this is the fit. I think it's offering this type of resource where people can get together and understand that, yeah, small business ownership's a lonely road, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. But it's normal to, you know, it's normal to feel lonely. It's normal to not have all the answers. It's normal to have fear and anxiety. Let's normalize that conversation a little bit. Instead of hiding from it and acting like everything is okay, let's, let's take that on and say, hey, here's a space where we can all talk about that fear and anxiety and loneliness and feel better about what it is we're doing. And then tomorrow we can wake up feeling energized and, let, and get after it. Boom. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of lines up with the whole mental health thing topic that really came to the forefront during COVID kind of the same thing, but with business owners and how important all that is in the community to be able to bounce ideas off of each other and kind of figure out what kind of leverage your network. You don't have to know everything, but you know, someone that knows what you're looking to do. Yeah. So, man, I mean, that's a big mental health has always been a 
part of what we're trying to, even before passages, mental health was always an important part of, an important piece of what we're trying to, you know, shed light on is it's okay to talk about these things. It's okay, it's okay to not always be okay. And, you know, I think we live in a, in a very social media driven world and, you know, you, you never you never show the bad days on social media. Right, it's just, right. It's, just, it's a highlight reel. It, it, it totally is. Yeah. And people look at that and they're like, I can't, I'm not there. You know, these people are doing better than I am. Right. When in reality, they probably aren't. They probably aren't. Right. And so we're, we're, we have a safe space in our community in passages that we can talk about that stuff. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Speaking of highlight reels, what's up with the jerseys, boys? Well, it was your idea at first. It was you, my idea. You said you had the Griffey jersey, so I was like, all right. Well, you're the armchair GM. The, the couch that's your GM. Plug, bro. Yeah. That's your plug, bro. That's your plug. And uh, I've always been a Griffey fan. Griffey and Junior Felix. Those two were the baseball cards. That's, a, that's, a, that's an awesome before and after on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you remember Junior Felix? You were probably a little Junior Felix. I was like, were you combining Ken Griffey and Felix Hernandez? <laughs> well, because like, what's those going two on? Guys were like, <laughs> those two guys were like the Junior Felix. Junior Felix was like the baseball card that everybody wanted with Griffey. It's like those two are the guys. They're the next big thing. Well, Junior Felix are not not to be the next big thing, but Griffey. Oh man. Oh yeah. He was the real deal. I love that guy. Did you guys go to games in the Kingdom? No, I never did. Never I was, I'm a okay. I'm a Reds guy, so I'm from, Reds. I'm from from the Midwest. The so. Cubs. Okay. I'm a Cubs guy, yeah. but yeah. So that was one of the greatest days of of, uh, of being a Reds fan was the day he got traded to the Reds. <sighs> oh, man. From, from the Mariners. Yeah, so I will never forget that day because we were just coming off of a 90 win season uh, with a bunch of nobodies in like 99. Yeah. yeah, our 99 season was yeah. just so much fun. It was an up and down season. And, uh, we ended up in a one-game playoff with the Mets that uh, Outlighter blew us out. But that season was so much fun, and it was like, gosh, how are we ever going to – and Greg Vaughn was our big was, was, was our big home run hitter. That's right. And I was like, God, and then he left in free agency. We're like, God, how are we ever going to replace you know Greg Vaughn's bat? And uh, early in the offseason, the Reds signed Dante Bichette. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> oh, Dante man. Bichette. He's no Greg Vaughn. <laughs> and, then a few, and then a few weeks later, it was like, oh, Griffey, he'll – That'll play. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good replacement for uh, for Greg Vaughn. But, yeah, so huge Griffey fan. Yeah. Uh, didn't have the career with the Reds that, uh, that we would have liked. But still, I mean. To Having an to icon do, like that in, in, on any oh, team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to, to, to look back on it now, I think the appreciation in, in the moment, I think he, he, got, a, he got a bad deal because he, he was just hampered with injuries a lot of the time. He was, hip, he was right? there. The hip. Oh, hip and wrist and knees and i mean just had a had a string of really bad injuries and there were just such high expectations for him and that team when it didn't when he didn't take us to the world series it was it was yeah. like it was yeah so that probably wasn't fair but in hindsight it was like man it was really cool yeah well, well there you go yeah. i got to see him live in person griffey in county stadium in milwaukee when the brewers played the mariners back when Milwaukee was in the AL. I was going to say, was that early interleague play, or was that uh, the, old, was, the old AL yeah. bros? Man, that's... Paul Molitor? Paulie, yeah. Robin Young? Yeah. It's before my day, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyways. Yeah. 
Well, cool. Um, yeah, so back to passages, yes. I guess. Um, so hey, it's your show, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys had uh, your first big event or second big event uh, a month, two months ago? Yeah, I would say we had one in January, which was kind of the launch of Passages, uh, which, you know, even then COVID kind of messed everything up. But it was so it was so cool just to have a speaker. We had Lou Alexander, who's an awesome dude, great motivational guy speaking about, you know, small business and that kind of led the way to passages. And then in March, we finally had our big conference where we September. had, yeah, September, geez, I'm looking ahead already. In September, <laughs> we had our big one. Yeah, it was, dude, I mean, we were just talking about today, man. We are still living off that high. It's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And to have these, these two conferences, where the plan is to have one in the spring and one in the fall. Okay. Um, you know, and, and our everyday business, our everyday community is is about, you know, the small business owners, you know, million in revenue and, and less, you know, especially with a focus on those solopreneurs and service providers. Um, but to have these um, these larger events where we can bring in the broader community and even have, um, you know, speakers and supporters from the corporate community here in Vancouver. So, for example, we had um, Chris Hayes, who's the president of Zoom Info. You know, I mean, they're, they're a staple of the business community here in Clark County and in Vancouver. I mean, they've doubled down on having their headquarters here on the waterfront. Um, building a building there. Building yeah. a building there. You know, so to have their, their president come and be part of it and, and impart his knowledge about what it means to grow a business um, and be able to distill some of his knowledge and share that with, um, you know, with, with our audience was just amazing. It was awesome. Um, and, and we can't do it alone without the corporate community. You know, we need support from the corporate community they've got a lot of the resources that small business owners need. Um, small business owners, especially service providers, they're calling on these larger businesses, trying to get them as clients and do work for them. So um, that partnership there is really important. And, and that's a big part of why we try to do these, these larger conferences to kind of bridge that gap between the small business community and then the broader business community of, of Clark County. Yeah. And I think at the, you know, the other thing that we accomplish at these big events is you know, the, the bigger companies, the big corporate companies, they re, when they're there in the moments, like, I remember being at that level. I remember not having all the answers. I remember, like, worrying about next month. I remember not being able to hire and not knowing who to hire. And I think you see a lot of that. The fact that we had Chris A's is awesome. But the fact that he stayed after and talked as much as he did, you were there. Yeah, that was awesome. I didn't realize, I didn't think he'd stay as long as he did. He really shocked me how engaged he was with our audience, yeah. man. That it was Q &A, awesome. That Q&A session was, was fire. Yeah. Yeah, that was an, incre an incredible event. And like the speakers that you guys had lined up talking about the different, you know, experiences that they've had at, in their business was really cool. So Definitely looking forward to the next event and yeah. what that'll look like. And now so, you have a role. I have a role? Right. <laughs> picking picking the names out of a hat. <laughs> I need a ladder next time, though. I need a ladder. <laughs> Kayla was like, oh, get it, get it. Deal. Deal. We'll, get you, we'll get you a ladder and stuff. Still, All right. For sure. yep. 100%. And then I'll go hide behind the curtain. The rest of the <laughs> Let's bring them out, folks. <laughs> All right, for, the, for, the, for the benefit of the viewers, so we had a raffle and... Uh, and Connor was sitting at one of the, right the, the, very, the, front, the very front table. Front table, Comcast <laughs> business. Yeah. yeah. And so the first uh, the first raffle we did, 
uh, Ben saw Connor sitting there, and it's like, hey, Connor, come on out. <laughs> and then it became a thing. We just, every time we did a rap, I was like, all right, Connor, come back. As soon as I sit back down, they're like, all right, come back. So it was, it was funny. It was entertaining. And, and he was a good sport about it. So we yeah, appreciated yeah, that. For real. It was awesome. What did you think of the, of the event, the conference? Yeah. I thought it was you're great. not a small business owner, so you're right. part, you're part of you know the of a more. I mean, you're a, you're you're part of a small business. I don't want to say you're a big corporate entity because you're not. You guys are a small business here in the community. But so what did what did you take at it for somebody who works for a small business owner? Yeah, and like uh, so so technically, like realtors are self employed. They're a small business. We're W two employees, so we're technically not a small business as you as you said. But my business is largely commission based. So mm-hmm. in a sense, I am kind yeah, of a small yeah. business having to go out and really manufacture my own deals and try to bring in deals. So, but yeah, just the different talks that in the different speakers that were lined up and talking, one was about mental health. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy that went to UW, him and I had the little thing going on. I was, I went to Washington state and he was UW oh, okay. and I raised my hand for a cute thing and he gave me crap the rest of the time. <laughs> but, uh, Carl Cox it was a Carl talking, talking about strategic planning. Yeah. So that was really interesting also. And, kind of him teaming up with that local business that um, does the landscaping. Mm-hmm. And so really everyone, they had different perspectives. The Comcast business lady that, that spoke, she had some good insight. So I thought it was a really diverse group of speakers that came and talked and they all had very good insight um, for small businesses. And it was a full room, so. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. We, I couldn't believe how, even now it's like hard to believe it. It went off like better than I thought. Yeah, it really did. It was great, but we worked our asses off. We did. Can I say asses on the show? Well, I just did. You can fix that in post. But yeah, I mean, uh, like going back to the small business, it's like in our office we have a small community of people that you can bounce ideas off of, and every day we have pipeline meetings. It's like an episode of The Office every day Mm -hmm. during pipeline meetings. We have some comedians in the office, but. yeah, being able to have people as a resource and to be able to have common experiences that you can share and then get get uh, insight on, uh, I think is huge. Mm, so yeah. yeah, and then uh, I went to your guys's last. Is it a monthly mindshare? Yeah, that's right. Cool. We did. Then yeah, so kind of walk us through that. What that looks like the monthly meeting. Well, the that was for our members. So it was a member only okay. meeting. So you know we have a membership. Uh, through Passages to Success, and we get together uh, right now monthly and just to go over, you know, different things to mastermind about. So the one that you were at was about goals and goal setting and specifically five-year, longer-term goals and breaking it down to the day-to-day. What are you doing today to achieve your five-year goal? So, and then we just, you were there, we, we, what did you think? I mean, we know we thought it was awesome. Like we did. I mean, there's we had a hot seat. Uh, we brought one of our members up, and she was having issue, uh, not issue, but we brought her goals out and see where she is with her goals. And yeah. we spent a lot of it just in her first, her first like goal was to what was it? What did she say again? It was find my replacement was was the goal she wrote down because as as a passages member. Um, when you start, we have you fill out a goal worksheet, and um, the membership focuses really on four core areas, which is client acquisition, growth, culture, and exit strategy. And we talk about each one of those during calendar quarters. So this quarter is fourth quarter of the year, so we talk about exit strategy, and that's why we're talking about goal setting and long-term goal planning. 
Um, and and one of our members was nice enough to uh, to kind of get in the hot seat as we you know we said all right so one of your exit strategy goals was find my replacement and uh, we sat down with her and we just kind of you know roundtabled with the room how do we make that goal better what are the different elements of a goal that you really need to have because a three word goal is not a goal that's not really a goal there's no um, you know there's no actions there's associated no action. with yep. that. Um, you're not identifying the variables that could potentially throw that goal off. There's no timeline right. for completion of that goal. Um, you know, what are you hoping to get out of that goal? You know, find my replacement for what purpose, right? So making sure all those key elements are in there. And we, um, and, and we worked around the room to, to really hone in on what she meant and what she needed by that goal. Yeah. And what was interesting is from the time she wrote that goal to to that day, which had been about eight months difference, her her own situation had changed. And although she still wanted to find her replacement, it was different. And I think we we just we kind of talked about how it's important you got to adjust your goals too. And that's why you can't write goals and stick them in a drawer, right? You have to write that goal and then and then be reviewing them on some yeah. periodic basis so you can say, oh, this has changed. Now I've got to adjust this a little bit so that it's but it's still in line with what my longer term vision is. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of whiteboards and like in, in her office and like at home, like having on a whiteboard, like what your goals are. Yes. Yeah. So that when you walk into a room, you take a look and it's always in front of you so that you're seeing it every day and it's always in your mind. There's something so. to that for sure. And I didn't believe it. I, I did. I, I was. Do you have a whiteboard at your. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was, you know, I my my goal was to be full time in passages and I want to do it by October. And it happened, but it only happened after I wrote it down. I couldn't believe it, but it actually worked. I told you. Yeah. I go, I, I cannot believe that it actually worked. And I'm, I, listen, I, I am one of those who's like, eh, eh, we'll see. Write it down. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, but we're going to do a, uh, what they call it, a, a dream board or whatever. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. But I wrote it down, and it was in front of my computer every day. Every day I looked at it, and it happened before I wanted. I quit like right before our event. It's cool, man. That's it, awesome. It's awesome. You. Yeah. So, so here we are. Here we yeah. are. Being able to cross that goal off or check mark you have next no to idea. it. Yeah. You have no idea. Now the hard work begins. <laughs> yeah. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're in with me full time. <laughs> Now I'm going to really put you to work, boy. I got, I got my wife and my wife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> awesome. We, uh, we did some podcasting um, at a, a golf tournament last year. Oh, and yeah. during, uh, during one of the episodes, the, the DJs, you could hear the DJ's music. So it was so loud. We were doing it outside. <laughs> I was in post and it was like trying to edit around it it's like uh oh because it goes from one song to a different song yeah. I'm like well i guess i can't edit Whoops. around that <laughs> were you at the mckibben classic no the golf so. tournament no okay it was fun yeah we were a whole sponsor this year <laughs> and then the year before we did like a oof, we did everything we went around different holes and we talked to different people and we talked to the the beneficiaries of the you know the nonprofits that were getting the funds for the raise the whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Raise the roof. Yeah. Raise the roof. <laughs> but man, we were <laughs> so let's just say we were having bloody Marys by like nine. It's true. <laughs> and, uh, 
You guys didn't have to go. We'll have to link it. We'll have to link. Do we have outtakes? Uh, I don't think we even need the outtakes. I think I think, I think the regular take will, will go just. So you didn't have to fun. golf. You just had to keep a, oh, a golf cart oh, on no. a cart path. That was pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but it was cool because I mean, again, we we'd never done any kind of production like that, and trying to figure out the audio and the video and how to how to get all that i mean you got, get it you I mean, understand we had, i mean we right. had hours of footage it was like how do we how do we oh so you guys were filming at that yeah. event oh yeah, yeah. okay and so, so w was it for like your own uh like passages or was that for the company that was hosting it it was for the business over beer podcast okay we were doing it to benefit the the golf tournament. yeah okay um, james o'neill who works for columbia credit union they're the um they're the presenter of, of that golf tournament and um he's got a personal story with the the namesake John McKibben, who the term is named after, he he died a few years ago in a plane crash, um, and so he started this golf tournament. So we wanted to tell that story, and so there was the day of, but then we also interviewed um, the McKibben family. Yeah. We interviewed some of the uh, the lead sponsors, kind of get their stories around why this event is is so important to them and why they sponsor it. Um, we ended up doing an entire podcast season just around that with um, with a lot of the different sponsors and. Uh, did kind of a documentary style podcast, which was different for us. It was the first time we kind of did something like that, which was a lot of fun. Oh, man. Um, telling the story of, of of John McKibben and, and from the voice of his daughters and his wife. It's cool. It was, it was fun. How long did it end up being in total? Like an hour, a couple hours. Uh, we oh, released. We released uh, yeah, some four part series. So there was, was so the like... so the 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 documentary part was two. Two, two, one two hour, one hour, two one hour, two forty five minute episodes, and then we had like ten other episodes. We did the we we published the full interviews with the sponsors, and then we had um, the videos from the actual golf tournament, which was a whole other part of it. So nice. Um, it ended up being like ten or twelve, like a full season worth of wow. content. So yeah, it was it was a blast. So are you the one that does the editing? I do all the post production. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you said you have some background in radio and broadcasting yeah so i went to college for uh for radio and tv broadcasting i went to the university of dayton ohio um and uh, go flyers go flyers that's right <laughs> it's almost basketball season again here we go and uh yeah and i worked in i worked in tv for about a year out of college um, i was a production assistant for one of the local news stations uh and it just it just wasn't it wasn't what i envisioned wasn't what i wanted to do and so um, so I got out of that and then tried to be an actor for a couple of years after that. So those first couple of years out of, out of college were, were just a lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. So when he came to this, it was like yeah, the man. creative and performance side Second nature. What was really yeah. funny, though, and yeah. you talk about, I mean, just you talk about the, the cyclical nature of life. Um, sure, I told you the story. I may not have told you the story. So when I was in college, um, I, would, I had a radio show called Midnight Euphoria. And it was on. It was on at midnight every Tuesday. It actually wasn't my show. It was my buddy Bob's show. And he said, "Hey, let's go do this show. You want to do this show with me? I've already got the name. It's going to be on at midnight. We're going to have a blast." Okay, great. And uh, we started the show, and it was it was an awesome show. It was a, for a college radio show. I Man, we had a lot of listeners, you know, at, at midnight on a mm -hmm. Tuesday night. Um, and then our friend uh, Liz joined oh. just as a guest once. She just kind of came in and she was hanging out. And within a couple of weeks, it was like, well, Liz is still here. So she just stayed and she just became part of the show. 
And so I, I had forgotten that story. And a buddy of mine um, who, uh, who always listened to the show, he used to call in, he, uh, he reminded me of that story. But what's interesting is when we started Business Over Beer, it was Ben and I. It was our show. Mm-hmm. And then we interviewed Canope. He was our first interview in the summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. And he never left. He just stayed. And it was like it was like hey, it was like cool. it was like it was like this 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 thing came all the way full circle. It was the same kind That's of thing. It was funny. like we found this third person. It's like, hey, we believe in what you're doing. It's a lot of fun. That's let's let's keep it. All right, let's do it. Let's, the more the merrier. Uh, it was just really interesting how how things kind of come full circle in your life sometimes. Yeah, I didn't know that about Liz. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Not our Liz. Oh, Liz. different Liz. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know that about that Liz. Okay, there you go. <laughs> So did you move to L.A. after college? I moved to uh, the D.C. area for a little over a year and a half uh, and then moved to Chicago. And I was in Chicago for about five years. I meant to move to Chicago to be an actor. I was going to go do improv classes and, you know, maybe do the Second City thing. Um, Hmm. And uh, I went with like $4,000 in my pocket, which I thought was more money than than the world. I was like, man, I got all this cash. (laughs) It's going to be great. And in about six weeks, I was broke. And so I had to go get a job. And (laughs) my acting days were pretty much over (laughs) at that point. So um, got into banking and um, sales and customer service were were my professional life kind of from that point on. Awesome. Until I decided to be a business owner. I don't know how you talked me into that. Too many beers at Hopworks, I guess. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you never know like what the the start is for a business or like how to start a business. Because mm. I've technically started a couple of businesses. One, I started a fitness company out of college, and we started like a fitness brand. It's called FastFit, and so like I did like Photoshop and Illustrator. I created like our logo and all that stuff, and then just go on Google and try to figure out how to start a business. It's like you have no clue what to do. And, and then when you try to go and open up a business banking account, they're like, oh, you need like an IRS IRS tax number. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, well, I, okay, I'm a, an official business with Washington State, but then like, and then you just kind of stumble through it. So, yes. Yeah. And they will never tell you. Like the state will never tell you. The government will never tell you what you need unless you ask. You just get your email saying you need to file by this date. Otherwise, your yeah. business is dissolved. That's it. <laughs> It's like you, you. So you have to have. You have to lean on people who know. You just. You just have to. Otherwise, you will fail. You will fail. Or you'll. You'll build it to a point to where, it will eventually dissolve. Right. Because if you're not. If you're not getting the answers that you need that can help your business grow, it, it just won't happen. And mistakes will happen. They will happen. That's Believe right. me. And if you can sure. minimize those. Because the fact is we all start businesses around things that we're passionate about, that yeah. we love to do, that we're good at. Right. And so we think, all right, I'm going to go into business and do this. It's like it's like the baker who loves baking at home. It's like I'm a great baker, but I'm a terrible bakery owner. Right. Because I don't know how to shop for a mm-hmm. storefront. I don't know how to hire people. I don't know how to do accounting and bookkeeping. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. All I want to do is bake cookies, man. How did I get here? And right. then you end up spending all your time trying to figure out all these other things. You stop doing the thing you're passionate about and that you love. It takes the fun out of it. It takes the fun. It. It takes and the you fun. don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So if you can just admit, I don't have the answers. I don't know how to do it. It's okay. Just raise your hand and say, I don't know how to do it. Who can help? And like that is the core of why we started doing what we do. So that you can enjoy your business and do what you love to do every day. Absolutely. Um, do you know of one or have you guys created like a you can call it a directory of like, okay, you're a business owner. These are the different facets of like, 
okay, taxes, bookkeeping, like these various things that a business owner needs to do, like maybe like a circle or a wheel or something like that. And then you have your local go-to for each, each thing. I think that'd be really helpful for people that are starting out. Yeah. So that's in the works right now. Uh, 2023 is going to be a big, a big year. Um, and we're evolving. We're evolving uh, passages to incorporate a lot of that. We're going to do workshops and we want it to be um, not just for our members, but open. We want people to come. Uh, you know, will we want you to be a member? Yeah, of course. But if you if you were doing well, if Connor does well at his business, it's going to help Van Vancouver. We just know it will. We believe that small business ownership is the backbone of the community. So we're going to have those workshops. It's it's still in the works right now, but yes, we. Long story, yes, we are planning on doing that. And then also yeah. formalizing a lot of these things that we've learned. We've got so much video content, and we've got so many interviews from yeah. our podcast, yeah. um, and we do have these resources built, you know, inside the community, and then the, the folks who support. So so kind of formalizing that, for lack of a better word, into some kind of curriculum. Um, that's also part of the, the longer term plan to do that. Um, it just, that takes a lot of work yeah. Yeah. to do that. But yeah, that's certainly in the works as well. And the relationships cool. that we're building as well. I mean, you know, hey, look, small business owners don't always know where to go to get a loan, right? Right. We've made connections with you. So now we know, hey, look, we know Connor. Right. And they know you because you go to these events, you know. We hope you're going to be a member soon. I mean, he keeps showing up. As I, know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just a formality at this point. No, I need to get the checkbook. <laughs> yeah. But no, but all seriousness, though. But that's you know, we're we're doing it that way as well with all the contacts and the connections that we're making, as well. Yeah, because we uh, met through the Chamber of Commerce a few years ago. That's right. And uh, I haven't gone to a Chamber of Commerce event for a bit, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you're very connected in the community, and so the people that you know. Um, as well as with the people that you know, I think you're on a great track right now with uh, with your group. So thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And if you have something to add, I mean, we're you know we're we're trying to support business owners, but if you want to be a speaker, if you want to be a mentor, if you want to support the things we're doing, be a partner, be a sponsor. There's all kinds mm -hmm. of ways that that other folks can work with us other than just being a member, right? We need, we, we need to just, we kind of talked about surrounding ourselves with all these different support areas. Um, because again, this is about the, the, the broader, you know, Clark County, Southwest Washington business community. We want it to thrive. We want it to be successful. Uh, and, and we know together we can all do it. And, um, it doesn't take just one person, right? There's, there's competition, but, um, there's also friendly competition, yeah. right? And there's collaboration and partnership. There's enough out there for all of us um, to do yeah. what we're doing and, and be successful at the same time. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks thank for the you. opportunity. Yeah. We really appreciate it. This is the first of many, I'm sure. So, oh, yeah. Yeah.